so we're all we're all recording now. Let me let me hit the button. Okay, do the button. Uh, all right, do I'm hitting the button. the button. You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No problem with that. Totally. Wow. Cool. Like it's like software is some kind of magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally Definitely. Yeah. So, for for my benefit, can we do a countdown from six together? So we'll all have the same peaks that I can match up to in the thing. Wait, why six? I don't know, because ten is too long. Uh... Neither neither three nor five. <laughs> five, or I whatever, guess. Five. Whatever it was. Five. Five. five four. Okay. okay. Five. Hold on. Hang on. Five. <laughs> Wait a minute. Four, five. Five. <laughs> five. All right. One. Five. <laughs> five. Five. One. Five. Are we starting from five? Five. Okay. Okay. Five. Five. Four. Four. four three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. We did it. Yay. We successfully counted halfway All to right. ten. Yeah, but now yep. we should probably do it like at the same time. And welcome back to the RTFB podcast. This is Travis, and I'm really excited to be kicking off our second season today. I'll be rejoined by my co-conspirators Chris and other Chris shortly as we get ready to dig into our next book. If this is your first time listening, though, I'd like to take a quick second to bring you up to speed on what we're doing here. So RTFB is like your traditional book club, but with movie reviews mixed in. We'll primarily focus on some of the most highly regarded book-to-movie adaptations, We'll read through our chosen book over a handful of sessions. I'll walk everybody through the major plot points as best as I can based on my crappy note-taking, and then we'll all chat about it, probably ending up discussing things with questionably little relevance to the book, or anything at all for that matter. Then we'll break to watch the movie and regroup to compare, contrast, and feel mildly smug about how much better we all are than the simpletons who never took the time to read the book. Make sense? You may already have figured this part out, but this season's book is the 1989 thriller turned multiple Academy Award winning film Silence of the Lambs by Thomas Harris. So let's not waste any time, let's get back to my chat with the Chris's already in progress. We'll just come to work with you guys. Yeah. That would be exciting. Pretend that I could I could badge you in. We're you interns know. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Like, There's an empty desk next to mine, so I mean, you could probably sit there, and I don't oh. think anyone would question it. I could bring my work. There you go. And just yeah. work. Yeah, problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Because remote in and work. Exactly. That'd be pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you could get on the Wi Fi, though. Like, I've been working there for five years, and I still can't get it, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Six years. <laughs> Man, yeah. they still won't let you do the Wi-Fi? Come on. No, it isn't that they won't let me. It's more like I just have not bothered to figure it out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yep. My yeah. last 
places for people. They had uh, whew, they had Wi-Fi, but they didn't let us use it. The only way we could connect was with our work computers. That's weird. So yeah, I thought so too because I could see the networks. Yeah, I'm like, all you have to do. But then we had a problem for a while because they didn't plan for um, after they hired a bunch of new people and gave us laptops and crap that there would be that many more people on their existing network uh, which was set up for a lot fewer employees mm-hmm. for like a, a lot, month and a half a it was really boring. shitty yeah <laughs> exactly it was really shitty for like a month and a half but then they fixed it yeah it was kind of nice my office had like the three different wi-fi networks like guests and then you know peons and then like the senior executives yeah. So mm-hmm. People wouldn't be cluttering up their Wi-Fi, but they were well, smart and had like a, a dead zone in the bathrooms, mm-hmm. so that people could <laughs> just sit in there and like watch the u the u porns and whatnot. That's probably. I mean, idea. come on! As long as you don't do it at your desk, what does it matter? Just a few, <laughs> little bit of time out of your day. I don't understand why people get so upset about these things. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they should have, like, a designated masturbatory bathroom. <laughs> they should. Like, like they, they really, really should. You <laughs> Make know. it nice. Yeah. Put some candles in there that you can light, you know. Like, I, I, don't understand all these, I don't understand all these companies that are like, uh, you know, like, we have free snacks and soda and stuff. Like, no, like, have a, you know, a nice quiet place where employees can masturbate. Like, that's... Yeah. Maybe some lube on hand, you know, if you forgot like, to bring yours. <laughs> yeah, like they, you know, some places have those like nap pods, or like they have, uh, yeah. you know, like uh, masseuses come in yeah. or something. You know? Yeah, they could a make like a jackpot or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they could they could make it like a like a bunk on a bus or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sensing a business opportunity. One here. of those one of those Japanese capsule hotels. Exactly. Yeah. Just rolling in mm. there and. You know. Who needs a food truck when you can have a jack truck? I don't know. You know they do have those Untapped trucks that drive here. around with like video games inside. Uh huh. Yeah, they could just do that. Yeah. Why not? I there mean, they go. have they have people come in for like you know blood donations and stuff. Everyone exactly. I mean, I mean, this already... is a stress reduction thing. It it's helps really people chill out. Yeah. They're already yeah, collecting totally. bodily fluids. Like, just... I mean. You you want people to stay at work longer, right? Like that's the whole point. <laughs> just have like work. Keep them at now their desk just have like work compliant. specific Tinder. <laughs> I was gonna say that they just made a big deal at our office offices about opening uh, serenity rooms, which are like <laughs> meeting rooms that weren't being used. So they put like nice carpeting down and. Like, Seating mm-hmm. and they play some nice mute music, but I mean, that sounds nice. Like a 4K TV and like, <laughs> ooh, fancy ShamWow carpet would be just as good. <laughs> exactly, they can just replace that carpet <laughs> after every use. To mop it up. Uh, come on, I they got to save some money. How about every week? I'd be uh, way more serene then. You wouldn't necessarily know. They'd clean it up. <laughs> They'd vacuum or something. That help. Yeah. Wow. So books, right? <laughs> oh, were we supposed to read something? No. No. no, no. Oh, okay. Not yet. I did read the I did read five chapters like a week and a half ago, but then yeah. I stopped doing it. I read like fifty pages or something. I read zero yeah. pages. But I did flip through it to like figure out how many pages there were and where the chapters broke. 
Uh-huh. And I was a little concerned about the... Some chapters were, like, one page. Yes. Yeah. That's always a red flag to me, but... Uh, it's just, you know, entertainment style. I guess. I already, of course, like Dr. Lecter, but I figured I probably would. Mm-hmm. You're always a fan of, you know, the cannibal. Well, he is very compelling. He's, uh, you know, he's like evil Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. He's he's Moriarty, except he yeah. eats people. Oh. Exactly. Does Moriarty not do that? I mean, no. I'm not aware. I don't think that but... was a Victorian value they wanted to espouse back in the day, so. No. Anthrop- anthropophagy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that one store at the mall with the soap? And yeah, where, sure. they, where they eat people. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, but that's that one. I was wondering good for interior decoration, though. Totally. I guess. <laughs> well, you, know, you could totally pull an Ed Gein and have a, you know, a little skin lamp to go in your living room. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was having more fun earlier when we were talking about masturbatoriums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want a nice uh, yellow light no. cast through your flesh lampshade? Mm, no. <laughs> I'll pass on that. I think more joy comes from the masturbatorium. <laughs> Definitely. So. I mean, it really depends who you are, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, and who There's the lamp a lot of is, too. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> sure. I thought it'd be a good idea to um, do another sort of getting to know you session. In case people okay. skipped the first one, mm-hmm. jump straight into. Well, maybe they're big Silence of the Lamb fans, and they really want your hot takes on that. Like, <laughs> skip straight to season two. Oh man, mm-hmm. go right into it. Like season two is when all the TV shows get good, anyway, right? Like the first one usually sucks. <laughs> so yeah. So instead of doing like a this or that quiz, I've selected some different things. In pop culture from 1991, which is when the movie Silence of the Lamb came out. Mm-hmm. So, just tell me your uh, general take on them, and if you've interacted with them at all, or what. Okay. Happened. So, uh, I'm randomly assigning uh, other Chris to go first. Oh, geez. Okay. So. I'm not first, prepared. Well, good. That was the whole idea. Only I am prepared. Mm-hmm. But as an aside, though, I ran these by Danielle today. Like, okay, what pop culture did I miss from 1991? She's like, Spice Girls. I'm like, no. Wrong. wrong that sounds early. <laughs> it's a, it's little a little early, early for, for that. The... Yeah. At least in the States. Anyway. That was, yeah. Okay. In the world of film, 1991, we saw the premiere of Hook. Yes. Bangarang. Bangarang. Did Bangarang. you watch Hook? Do you like Hook? How do you feel about Invisible Food Fights? Invisible Food Fights as opposed to Visible <laughs> Food Fights. Well, for a while it was Invisible, right? With the Never mm-hmm. Food. I mean, like, like it's, uh, you know, it's like, it, it was like a commentary on, like, your uh, ability to see the world as a child sees it, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, for one, like, don't believe that uh, Robin Williams would ever be able to ignore an invisible food fight. <laughs> like, right? like that whole beginning section, <laughs> like, where he's a, you know, like a crusty adult. Like, I don't buy that at all. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like he 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 definitely would have participated from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Hook in the movie theater and yep. like losing my shit when he remembered how to fly. Like, right? That was the coolest thing. And I remember looking over to my parents and older brother to see if they were sharing my joy. My dad just being like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't what I signed up for. Miserable to have to be in the theater with us seeing this. But... Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't get the hint from the poster? I mean, no. He was never a fan of mm. taking the kids to kids' movies. Mm. Because he'd be like, you're just going to quote it for like the next seven hours afterward. Like I already saw it once. I don't want to hear it again. So <laughs> he was never a fan. Okay. Moving on oh, to, the, to the world of music. Now that we've unpacked your childhood. I mean, Father's right. Day is coming up. So <laughs> sure I'll is. Just cut all that shit out. Send yep. it directly to my therapist. <laughs> uh, the world of music smells like teen spirit. Uh, honestly, like, um, every, every few years, like I go back and like try to listen to Nirvana and see if I like it. And I still don't. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Like, uh, I'm, I still do. I'm, I'm technically a millennial, but like, I've always identified more with Gen X for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. And like, uh, I don't know. To put you in that subcategory of Xennial. Yeah, I mean that that band though, like for whatever reason, like I just I never got it. Like I even even when it was like new and like fresh and cool, like I was like I don't really like this. You know. Uh-huh. So, uh I I do appreciate um Weird Al smells like Nirvana though. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Very fair. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I was definitely not musically inclined at that point in my life. I'm like, I was aware of it, and I saw it here and there, but didn't really do anything for me right then. Yeah. So yeah. Alice, I, Alice in Chains was my band at that yeah. point. So. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like a handful of their stuff now, but I don't have, like, a full album that I've ever listened to all the way through, so. I'm the only one. Just, just a regular Chris. Regular I have, Chris. uh, their... <laughs> I have two of their albums that I've listened to multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I am a uh, Nirvana fan. Good. So. I like the Foo Fighters better. Oh, yeah. No, undoubtedly. I, uh, I would agree with I, that. I, I've thought about this. Like, Kurt Cobain had to die for the <laughs> Foo Fighters to exist as they do. Yeah, he did. And I'm like, I wonder, I wonder if he knew, like... Like this has to happen. Like I have to do this right. for the good of humanity or something. Yeah, he didn't die, man. He just went home. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was saving. He was killing himself so two bands could live: Foo Fighters mm. and Hole. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we got the Foo Fighters at least, <laughs> right? <laughs> so another book that came out this year. That might be something we think about for this podcast. American Psycho. Oh. Oh. Brett Easton yeah. Ellis. That guy. Yeah. I've seen that movie in college. I read I another of his books and saw another movie based on that book. Oh, I yeah? Didn't know he had less, books. 
less than zero. With, oh um, yeah, uh huh. That had um, I've seen that movie. Who's who's the who's the Brat Pack guy that uh, Rob Lowe? No, it was it was uh, Jay Moore did an awesome impression of him on uh, Saturday Night Live a long time ago. Buddy Hackett, Milo Estevez. Oh my God, you guys! <laughs> you're you're so uh, far another off. one. James <laughs> yeah. Spader, he was in Ted, that movie, Ted wasn't Nelson? he? James James Spader was in it, and Robert Downey Jr. and yeah. um, the other one, the guy from Mannequin. That doesn't help me either. Uh, John Cryer. Seriously? No. <laughs> no. Man, uh-huh. I feel so bad for this. Like, what if he's listening? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> oh, he's going to totally be listening. <laughs> we'll become pseudo-famous because of this John, discussion. John yeah, Cryer gonna... is listening right now. He's like, this fucking idiot. Andrew McCarthy? Andrew McCarthy. God damn it. I'm looking, him up, looking it up right now. Is that him? Yeah. yeah. That's the one. I don't yeah, remember that's Andrew him. McCarthy. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. What were we talking about? What? What were we talking about Brett, him for? Freddie Stanellis, Less yeah. Than Zero, and then yeah. American Psycho. That's gotcha. Where we yep. were. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. American Psycho. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, good movie. Yeah. Uh, never read the book. No. I think I read one chapter of it. Like, like you know, uh, Amazon has that, like, look inside this book or whatever. I think I read, like, the one chapter that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From doing that. Yeah. And I was I was interested. Mm-hmm. I would probably pick it up. Yeah. Okay. It seemed like a good candidate to read after watching the movie cuz I'm like I'm confused about things and so I wonder if reading the book would clear anything up but I kind of doubt it. Yeah. That could just be the general point to make you confused yeah, I, about things. I I think that was, yeah. Yeah. But we'll I guess we'll find out. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. To be continued. <laughs> totally. In the world of games, 1991, we had the uh, the phenomenon known as Pogs. Man, <laughs> I don't I don't know if you could hear that. Uh, uh. Flipping Pogs. Say it right I'm ignoring your ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I had I had friends who had pogs and like I just I did not get it. <laughs> I like so what do you, you you slam this thing on this other thing and you like what's the point? Like why would I want to yep. lose my stuff? I never played for keeps <laughs> like because I didn't yeah. want to lose it. No, but how do you even remember which ones are yours? Because you have like a hundred of them. Did you not repeatedly stare at yours? I mean, or like come on. write your name on each one. No, right? I, I, like I said, I did not have any. I just knew people who were like, <laughs> it's it's the same thing as like Magic the Gathering. Like mm-hmm. I knew people who played this game. I I mm-hmm. saw them like in the cafeteria doing it. Uh, I was like, oh, what's that all about? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We had like opposite childhoods apparently. <laughs> because I did play Magic the Gathering not very well and not very long, but mm-hmm. I did uh did partake of that. Yeah. Yep. I did both things, although my pogs were mostly just because we'd have book fair at school. And yeah. like, hey there's pog stand, I guess I'm getting some. Yeah. I think I maybe played three different games in like my whole career, and then they just lived mm-hmm. in a plastic tube in my closet. Yeah, that sounds about like mine. 
I wonder Mine if they, they still the, exist uh, somewhere. Probably. Mine? No. No? No. Definitely. I don't know about mine. Mine were... lived in the... Uh, I had the... went to Hardy's a bunch during uh, when Apollo 13 came out so I could get the pieces and make the Saturn V rocket, which was also a POG tube. What? Yep. So that's what? where mine lived. You had an Saturn Apollo 13 POG rocket. tube? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. <laughs> Movie tie-in POG tube. <laughs> yep. Did you, you had to get it in, like, pog? sections. You couldn't get it all at once. Yeah, I mean, was there, like, a Ron Howard, like, Pog? <laughs> no, sadly. You, that would have like been awesome. like him wearing the, the baseball cap? No. It's they Ron had a Howard, moon slammer, but, but I never got that. I think it was just, like, the Apollo whatever logo or something, but... Yeah. My my friend Paul did have, like, this uh, slammer that had, like, a thumbprint on it, and I thought that was really cool. But, mm-hmm. like... That was that was the only time I ever thought pogs are cool. So yeah, when people started bringing in the metal slammers, I was just like, no, mm-mm. you're yeah. ruining the purity of the game. Like you're juicing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. So in uh, comics, and I put this on here because my son started reading this today. Bone. Mm-hmm. Bone. Bone. I remember oh, seeing I Bone that. in Disney Adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I read some of it, and I was like, this is pretty cool. And then I didn't hear anything about it until I was actually in graduate school. Nice. And one of one of my uh, one of my fellow students mentioned to me, like, oh, yeah, Bone. Like, that's a really solid comic. It is. Like, hmm. that's... It's really bizarre to think that, like, oh, here's this thing that I read when I was, like, a kid in, like, serialized in, like, a magazine for kids mm-hmm. to sell them, like, uh, you know, cartoons and uh, whatever else did Disney was hawking at the time. And, uh, like, like it's actually, uh, like, really well received, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever totally missed out on that? I've I've been meaning to go back and take a look at it. Like I every once in a while I'll go to the bookstore and I see like the giant volume of it. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I maybe I'll pick this up at some point and check it out, but like I have not read it since I was like maybe uh 10. Hmm. So nice. Interesting. It's highly recommended by me. Like I do have that big single volume version than black and white and I'm hoping someday they do the colorized version too and I'll buy it again. But Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. don't know why I remember it being like in the newspaper at some point, like a bone like daily strip. Yeah. So when I picked it up and started reading, I'm like, this is nothing like I remembered, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's silly and uh like you know, cartoony, but also a really serious and decent fantasy story. So it's really cool. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, definitely worth a read. Yeah, I'll take that as a positive. If if they yeah. ever uh, if they ever make a movie out of it, you know. Uh, yeah, I could see that working. Netflix series. Netflix series. Mm-hmm. There you go. If they're going to do Dark can, Crystal, might as well do Bone too. Then we can right? talk about it. We totally can. But we but <laughs> right now we can't. We're like totally precluded. Yeah. Yeah. By the, by the format. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, regular Chris. 
I'll turn it <laughs> over to you now. Okay. So, back to the world of films. Disney's mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast premiered. Oh, yeah. That it did. Yeah. I saw that with my mom. Oh. And I always remembered... I don't know, I liked it. I To me, it's not up there like with Aladdin and Lion King, but for 91, it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it enough and tried to collect a bunch of Beast stuff because I liked the Beast. Yeah. And that's about as far as an eight-year-old goes with that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have no memory of seeing it in the movie theater, but I must have, but... Since I just vaguely do, but I remember it was at the uh, it was the last movie I saw at Crestwood Mall's old movie theater because then they were building the new side, the AMC Ten. So after they closed it, it became Exilorama by nineteen ninety three. Sounds I had my tenth birthday party there. I don't so. know what that is, but it sounds amazing. It was a really cool like arcadey place, and they had indoor bumper cars, and a quarter of it was like really bad by today's standards, but cool by then virtual reality games uh-huh. and uh, looked like a flight simulator and one where you could stand oh, in the weird like yeah, yeah, yeah. boot thingy and like move around on it. Yeah. And they had yeah. a laser tag course in there too. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. It's like pretty had cool. to either be like an arcade or a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Today it could be both, but it doesn't probably, exist now. Probably would be. <laughs> Again, another business opportunity I'm seeing here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Work your way through the laser tag mm-hmm. to get to mm-hmm. the strip club in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's going to be skeevy fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of Beauty and the Beast, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Some people might have been a little skeeved uh, out by various things. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, uh, we watched that movie probably a thousand times because, you know, the daycare that was in my house while growing up, we had to watch something every nap time, and that was yep. heavy rotation. But Yeah, the thing that always kills me watching it back, especially now that it's on, like, Disney, again, and my kids will sit down and watch it, it's like, there's a scene in the beginning where, like, Belle is walking through town, and she's like, I want to rent a new yeah. book, and the guy's like, Hey, you read this book already. Why don't you just have it? And she's like, wow, great. I'm like, you're the richest woman in town now. You own a book. Right? <laughs> this is really low key it's for a some, such a great gift you just got. Yeah, for like <laughs> early 18th century Germany. I mean, wasn't it France? It's a really great gift. Was it Germany? I always put her The castle's German, but I don't I mean, know. They, you know. It's kind of nondescript, like central Western Europe. Yeah. I always assume so they have like a German castle, but her name is Belle. Yeah, and Maybe her other dude is Gaston. France so who knows? I mean, too. they're small. I know town. what it is. It's Alsace. It takes place there. <laughs> oh, perfect! <laughs> you figured it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, I did. I solved the mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess because she's like in uh, Hunchback, also in one of the crowd scenes. I always put her in like France, but. I mean, the, yep. the candlestick says at one point, this is France. Yeah. It's yeah, in but the they don't have small, nondescript principalities where, like, a <laughs> prince who's turned into a beast can hey. just totally be forgotten about in France. Don't. It was uh, one big kingdom. You're, 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 you're digging too deep into this. He said it's France. <laughs> <laughs> There's no subtext here, just text. 
Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eight-year-old me would completely agree, so we'll go with that. I'm also, um, I also read something recently about the movie that they were like, had to tone down the design of the beast where they're like, man, everyone's going to want to bone him. Like, he's hot. <laughs> and I said that to my wife, just like, isn't that funny? She's like, no, he is. I'm like, oh. Oh. Well, I learned yeah, I something think, today. I think okay. my wife would say the same thing. Yeah. Huh. Well, and then she converted. Huh? I haven't seen the live action remake, but she liked that in that version. When he turns into a human, and uh, Hermione's like, could you grow a beard or something? Like, could you? <laughs> I want you to go pink. It's, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, isn't it, it's Cousin Matthew from the, uh, from the Downton Abbey, right? I don't know. In that Dan Stevens, I think, maybe? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but that would be phenomenal if it was. I think it is. Hmm. I saw but Yeah, I, I guess he could be more be. beastly. Yeah, now I'm intrigued because, uh, I started watching Downton again. Oh, you're getting ready for the movie? Yes. Yeah. And I, I own the seer. I own everything. I own it all. I own it I, all. I, I yep, lost. Dan Stevens, what do you know? And Luke Evans was Gaspar. What? Huh. I don't know who that is. And Ian McKellen was Cogsworth? Yep, I knew wow. that one. That's a good cast in there. I didn't pay much attention to it, though. So. <laughs> I just said they didn't huh. get Zombie Jerry Arbach back. Like, oh, man. That would have been great. <laughs> all right. Anyway. <laughs> so in music, uh-huh. the Super Bowl in 1991 for the first time changed from a marching band to a pop group. That pop group was New Kids on the Block. God, oh, oh. I Hang clearly didn't watch the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> I'm sure I saw it, but I don't have any memory of it. I don't either. So you're not you're telling me you weren't a New Kids fan. Not particularly. I did watch their cartoon show because it was on. They had a cartoon show? Yeah, for like a hot minute. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. I don't know if it was that year or not, but Hmm. they had one. Hmm. But no, I was not a a New Kids fan. So, I wasn't really an anybody's music fan, but (laughs) definitely not theirs. (laughs) You mean you weren't listening to Metallica at that point? Uh, No. About, Sorry to disappoint you. What about Brian Adams? Nope. Because everything he does, he does it for you. And I'm Kevin sure Costner's butt, too. Also Kevin Costner's butt. Well, you know. Yeah. He does it for that also. That yeah. was a big thing back in the day. <laughs> that was butt. a big deal. Yep. I mean, those were the two things that sold that movie, I feel like. <laughs> I one needed another Robin Hood movie, but they did need more of Kevin Costner's ass. That's right. Yeah, I watched the Robin Hood movie. That was a good one. Did that come out that year? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> I had I had the toys from it too, and like the cereal. And I, I mean, really you're, it. you're the one with the notes. I like, am, but I did put alternates in for some of these in case you were like, I don't know what the fuck that is. But <laughs> I had Terminator Two for movie and City Slickers, oh. but not Robin Hood. Oh man! I with extensively the reached roses. this at like two mm. web pages that I googled pop culture in 1991. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of it. We'll just say that a okay. lot of that's, it. That's all that's going to survive into the future, right? <laughs> People are going to know those three things. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. they'll hear a little bit more from our podcast, right? I our, bet you, oddly enough, will be really popular like 200 years from now. Our, our yeah. hosts will last. Yeah. Long. Yep. There's, 
<laughs> there's going to be one American studies, like ancient American studies mm-hmm. class that's like listening to this. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the professor's going to be like really into, uh, no, Masturbatoriums. <laughs> this is where the idea started. Yep, the genesis. So when you get frozen and then unfrozen in the future and everybody's got their personal masturbatorium, mm-hmm. like everyone's going to shake your hand. Like, yep. like they're going to, you know, it's going to have your name attached to it. Totally. Right? We were just joking around, guys. Like, <laughs> They'd be like, oh. Oh, well, we're oh, into it, so. Right. <laughs> like, don't let me shatter your culture, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of <laughs> like how, uh, you know, when the um, the Great Gatsby came out a while back, and, like, everyone was throwing Gatsby parties, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, you, you realize that, like, this uh, excessiveness and indulgence is, like, kind of, like, frowned upon, like, it's looked <laughs> upon negatively in the book. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, but no, like, Gatsby parties, totally, let's do that. <laughs> so like yeah everyone's gonna have a personal masturbatorium and we're gonna be like yep. guys no no yep yep it was a joke yep gatsby and holding <laughs> caulfield mm-hmm. were not treated well by time people are like oh so everyone no. is phonies right like i should ignore what happens to him in the book just adopt his yep. shitty shitty outlook <laughs> well anyway new kids on the block right they suck yes um <laughs> I only yeah. sort of, like, I have a distinct memory of coming back from Great Skate mm-hmm. and having Weird Al's uh, The White Stuff come on KFUN Fun Radio. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I love this song. And then found out it was actually the New Kids version, and I was pissed off. I'm like, turn, turn it oh, off. Oh, yep, yeah. turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off, Mom. <laughs> Le- <laughs> leave me. <laughs> like, just in the backseat like this displeases me <laughs> eliminate it get it away from me yeah and now there's now there's a burger chain yep, yep. wall burgers mm. you know yeah, yep. yep and that guy's brother is in all the movies with like transformers yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. totally yeah Makes a lot of money out of China from that. If we had tried harder, we could have stopped it before it all happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We we fucked up, guys. We did. Anyway. Send send someone back in time (laughs) to 91. Yes. Let's Terminator 2 this shit and go back there and take out one of the Wahlbergs. Preferably both. (laughs) (laughs) So in the world of books, uh, I never read this book, but it screams early 90s to me. The Firm by John Grisham. Oh, yeah. I've never read it either, but definitely early 90s. Yeah, like... Definitely. A time period when... I think my mom read it. I think she had a copy I used to see laying about. Like when every other month, John Grisham put out a new book about the basically same guy. Yep. Doing sort of legally stuff. That was entertainment. My mom's was a she was a Clive Cussler fan, so it was oh, mm-hmm. adventurous stuff, vaguely tied with the Navy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That aligns with your mother. Yep, I learned a lot. She didn't talk much about her Navy years, but she liked to like kind of relive some Navy stuff. Hmm. So she liked Cussler books a little bit because of that, and she really loved Jag. Yeah. So 
The TV show yeah. Jag or the, the institution yeah the TV show Jag. when that came about. Nice. So uh, I have an alternate that I didn't know came out this early, mm-hmm. but the Outlander series started. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that came out that early either. Huh. Well, apparently it did. It's been around forever, uh, I guess. But wow, I am uh, never would have guessed. I'm half Fraser, by the way. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's right. Because your mom's a Fraser. That's right. Impressive. Pressed. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive, sir. Do you, so, you should do you go to the clan meeting thingies at like Highland Games and whatnot? You should. No, but totally I do. do that. I do have. Uh, I do have some of the tartan, though. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Impressive. Do you think yep. you could go to those stones and go back to time? Back in time of a romantic romp. I kind of doubt it. Well, okay. Right. I think I think they would think I was like some kind of Viking invader. <laughs> Probably. I could see that. Yeah, my uh, my mom's in love with that show and the books. Hmm. Uh, we tried to watch it, but I couldn't hear a damn thing anyone was saying. Hmm. I don't know if that was like hmm. a fault of our our audio setup or. Probably, or what, but it's a good like, show. There'd be many scenes where they'd be like, mur, 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 mur. <laughs> <laughs> I turn just mumbling. I'll be like, I assume that these pages are all blank in this book. Like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume. That's a shame. It's a good show. Well, well, much better than you think it would be. Many people like it. Yep. So for games, you know what else came out? Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good old Sonic. Yeah. Hmm. Did you ever play the first one? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Did I played it a few years later. Pussy. Oh, I barely ever got past the first couple of levels, man. That was my mm-hmm. any game I played from that <laughs> era. That was that was it. Yeah, I just play the same like first couple levels. They couldn't get any further, and I would never play it again. Yeah, so and but definitely, I used to go to my friend's house a lot on Saturday mornings, and we'd play Sonic, mm-hmm. then go run around outside. <laughs> so it's good times. <laughs> Were you pretending to collect rings, or just general playing outside? General playing okay. outside usually. Okay, just slam into each other and then make the sound effect. <laughs> Yeah, super soakers too in the summertime. You know, it just depends. Super soakers. I should put that. Ride your bike. Oh man, yeah, perfect. That was that era. Yeah, yeah. There was some rollerblading too, as I recall. We don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty good at it, actually. (laughs) At that point, not a few years later or ever again, but. You know, for a small window for, in like 1991 to 93, I was a pretty decent rollerblader. For a bright, um, shining moment in time. David yep. David Sedaris's comment about rollerblading is the best one, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. not going to quote it here because I'll get it wrong. But you know, <laughs> okay. you can look that up yourself later. That's yeah. homework. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I'll accept it. Yeah, we didn't have a Genesis until many years later, so I had to also yeah. go up the street and go to someone else's house to play it. And then I get distracted by Kid Chameleon instead. <laughs> but, yes. It's classic. Side note, like, uh, was that kid somebody that you actually liked, or did you just want to play Genesis? 
I mean, he was my brother's friend, not mine, but I got to go along because I would throw a fit if I didn't get to, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> but yep. he was one of those guys that had, like, all the systems, and he'd be nice. like, all right, kids, hold on, I gotta change the thing in the back and crawl behind yeah, the table. Right. Like a, right. Like a Neo Geo. I don't think he did, but he had Sega and he had Super Nintendo. Mm, that's and he also had pinball in his house. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I, that's that something crazy. that I still aspire to. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's the ultimate game room. We have like two pinball machines, a pool table, there was yeah. some, maybe some old school setups. There was a serious consideration going on at one point, if I remember, to get like the Simpsons pinball game. Now, see, the one that I want now is uh, it has it has music by Anthrax and Brendan Small. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, I that that seems like a legit pinball table, even <laughs> yeah. if it like Sounds even if like it doesn't it. play well. Like I I kind of have to have it. I feel yeah. like yeah, mm-hmm. it belongs in my house, right? <laughs> totally. Yep. Yeah. Just put it in the front room. <laughs> yeah, that should be the centerpiece of any yep. any part of your house. Yeah, right yep. next to the dining table. There you go. Perfect. In your bedroom. Yeah. Plugged in constantly. Constantly. Sharon will love that. Yeah. (laughs) It totally won't keep her awake all night. Of course not. No, it's fine. No. It's yeah, totally. Alright, last item. And it's kind of a long shot. Oh boy. And it's also not a comic that premiered that year, but the Sandman series put out its third issue. Oh. Did you ever read Sandman? Nope. Nope. I know I should. You really should. I knew people who read it, and I've seen a few few issues here and there. Yeah. But I have totally missed out on Sandman. You should. Especially now that it's, yeah. like, done, and you can go back and get it all at once. Exactly. It's totally worth it. Awesome. Yeah. It is on my list. I definitely didn't know anyone who was reading it at the time, but... Right, of course. A little, a little above our pay grade there. <laughs> I know. thought it was probably really boring and weird at that point, but... <laughs> probably. <laughs> But yeah, it's very. You cool. mean you guys weren't hanging out with like adult comic nerds <laughs> at that point? In your no, life? I was rushing home to watch Fox Kids Club after school. Oh man! And catch Ninja Turtles uh, and Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yep. Yep. That's what right. the next year or so that the next year or so we got Batman the animated series, so that really spiced things up a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true, and like Tiny Toons. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Freakazoid was pretty soon after that too. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was that early? I think so. Maybe I, just... I can't remember. They all kind of blend together after a certain point, so. I don't know why, but this um, suddenly reminded me of a random show that we used to watch back in the day. Did you ever see Gator Tales? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gator Tales, which I didn't realize until just a couple of months ago it was like a local thing yeah really the guy the guy came to our school i know right in, oh. ele- in elementary school who oh, was that guy i had no idea that was just a local thing Doug yeah. Kincaid. yeah that guy's huh. awesome what is he doing anyway i don't know but like if he's doing stuff i would totally go see it right now mm-hmm. <laughs> guy's awesome doug Kincaid. Uh, Gator Tales was pretty great. (laughs) Again, he's listening. (laughs) 
totally. <laughs> There's a picture of him as recently as 2012. Like he oh. and Andrew McCarthy are going to get together and like bitch about us now. <laughs> <laughs> like those fucking assholes. I can't believe this shit. Now I need to find a picture of that gator puppet. Yeah, totally. With, like, the weird Hawaiian shirt on was. Is that right? Yep. That sounds. That sounds right. right. So weird. Oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> oh. All right, I'll cut this out too. This is just for me, but. <laughs> okay. If I can listen to that guy, find recordings of him. All right. Well, good. Good. See, good. a little more intimate. Yeah. Definitely. Pop culture backgrounds and influences. So, new book, right? Oh man, new Silence book of the lambs. They're so quiet. Yep. <laughs> Lambs. Very I mean, quiet. The quietest, especially not, when you're eating them. Oh, jeez. I've not been around the many of them, but they don't seem super taciturn. I mean, I've, I've been around goats. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. lambs. Yeah. So this book, written in 1988, although the movie premiered in 1991. It's a quick turnaround. really is for the time. And especially mm-hmm. since it's a sequel, the first book being Red Dragon, which yep. came out in 1981. I haven't been able to confirm this, but my impression is that people are like, we're going to want to make a movie out of this, but we don't want to do this one. So could you write another and we'll just do that? <laughs> or something like that. And he obliged. Since, since Red Dragon didn't become a movie until 2002. Yeah. Seems weird that they picked just the second one. Jump in. A more relatable story. I don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty standalone, right? Like I don't, I don't know. I've never read it. Oh yeah, right. No, none of us have <laughs> read any of it yet at all. None of it. <laughs> so it's apparently got political acclaim. I can't speak. Cr- 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 critical acclaim. Critical so, acclaim. Even at Soul the time. Panels. Soul panels. Soul panels. Winning a Bram Stoker Award, which I guess is good for scary books. Um, written by Thomas Harris, who, as far as I can tell, has pretty much just focused on Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's written other things, but nothing that I've heard of before. Uh, yeah. Found out that he went to school in Waco, Texas. And oh, jeez. Might oh. explain why he's like, hmm. Murdering people. Because <laughs> at that time, Waco, Texas was probably just Baylor University. And yeah. Maybe a Whataburger, I don't know. but yeah. Whataburger! Yeah. And Bucky's wasn't there yet, I don't think, so it's pretty, pretty much nothing to do except, you know, think about ways of murdering people. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess. Seems that way. But, uh, yeah, uh, I have basically no impression of the book or the movie. Like, I haven't seen it. Of course, it's one of the ones that's referenced so much that I feel like I got an idea of the tone, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone of a certain age has seen the, uh, Anthony Hopkins being wheeled around with, like, the muzzle on and Mm -hmm. saying the thing about the fava beans. Yep. But the wine is different. It's it's one of those uh it's one of those things that like yeah. 
you you can't help but be aware of the parody, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like it's right. it's so pervasive that uh yeah, even if you haven't seen the movie, like you know something about it already. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Like it's such a uh iconic performance that people are already gonna know what you're talking about without having to explain it. Like you won't have to set up like oh, this is supposed to be baby driver because he's listening to the one head right. or something like people just know <laughs> right. who it is but. uh so what are your pre-read impressions i'm gonna call on other chris because first oh, chris seems to be asleep <laughs> just mean, rest your eyes <laughs> it is that kind of that time of night i suppose uh-huh. uh no i uh like honestly it's been a long time since i've seen the movie and uh i've never read the book before so i'm i'm just kind of like optimistic i guess yeah like that's mm-hmm. that's really all i've got to go on here like uh like i think it's going to be good i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah that's that's all i got i don't i don't have any <laughs> other impression yeah it's kind of going in cold yeah yeah, yeah. same for me cuz i like of course i've never read the book when I think about it, I don't think I've actually seen the movie like yeah. clips here and there, but I've seen a bunch of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm familiar with the character mm-hmm. characters because I've seen uh, even the super oldie uh, Manhunter movie. Yeah, I think who's the guy that plays like Kill Grissom or something? He played uh, Will Graham in that one. I don't, and know I only know names. stuff about it. Because I watched it with my dad mm. like ten years ago, and they filmed part of it in St. Louis. Oh, but it wasn't as a uh, it was not what was widely known. Huh. I don't think because hmm. that one technically came out in like '88, but like nobody saw it or something, so everyone forgot about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, interesting. But and then I've seen other ones and like a little bit of the show and stuff like that. So I okay, guess there was a show, wasn't there? Yep. Yeah, hmm. I heard yeah, that there it was. Good. With the um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen? Yep. Yeah. 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 And Hugh Dancy. Yes. Yeah. Good old Hugh. Who's mm-hmm. who's married to... Uh, help me out here. Anybody? Sure. Nobody? No. <laughs> A person. Don't know. All I know is I watch him in uh, The Path on Hulu. On Hulu. Mm. So. Hugh. And I always like his name because it's Hugh Dancy. Dancy. Okay. It is a great name. That guy. It is. Fantastic name. Claire Danes yep. is his wife. Claire Danes. Really? Speaking, okay. speaking of 1991. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, that was probably a lot later. But, but you know, speaking of the 90s. I guess. In general. Yes. Uh-huh. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Joker once. <laughs> he was. He's been a few things as well um, over time. Well, that's true. That's very true. Sure, Catalana. Will they ever get together or not? I don't know. <laughs> Tune in to my so-called life to find out. Yeah, there's another thing I completely missed. Like, I'm aware of it. I only saw it because in like 2004, like some cable channel, like a I don't know if it was. I don't think it was Nickelodeon, but it was somebody put out like, like a teens night thing or whatever, and they played it. So that's how I got to see it, because I watched <laughs> it when I got home from working at Schnooks. Well, that was 
That was probably yeah. on the same channel that ran like Degrassi, right? Yeah, uh, I think it was. I think to, it was I'm that trying, channel. It was. It was like yeah, Nickelodeon's other channel. I think. I think. Yeah, because that's, that's all. That's Degrassi all too. And like, uh, uh, my so-called life was on MTV originally. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so this book. Yeah, I'm also. Book. Uh, I think I'm trying to be optimistic, although I don't know. I feel like I've been retroactively burned by uh, Dan Brown and the Da Vinci Code. Oh. Like, oh man! Whenever I see a book like that has Dan that Brown. kind of structure, I'm gonna be like, uh, "This is yeah, gonna be I'm sure. It's gonna be okay." I think. Well, but. here's the thing, though. Thankfully, we're only probably going to read this one book, <laughs> yeah. so you don't have to find out if the pattern is repeated like exactly the same every True. time or not. Well, hey, I mean, so 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 I future... accepted that a long time ago with Dan Brown books, so I still read them. I enjoy Robert Lang stories. Yeah, future but future the podcast same. idea, right? Uh huh. Yeah, Da Vinci Code. Oh my god. Oh god. Or Angels <laughs> and Demons. Snap. One's a little better. I like that book a lot, actually. The book oh. is awesome. I liked Angels and Demons a lot better than uh, Da Vinci Code because he wasn't trying as hard. I don't think. Like, well, right, it was <laughs> earlier. It, it, he you, wrote it before he wrote up. the no Da Vinci was, Code. No one was. No one was secretly Jesus in that book. So, oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did that before that other one. So, although just filmed the helicopter thing was still pretty stupid, but <laughs> yeah. But the movie has Jude Law, and so it's automatically a little better. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I just mean in general, like, the Da Vinci Code book was alright, but the movie was mm-hmm. basically the same thing and didn't really shed any light on it, so... Yeah. Sometimes when I see that kind of structure in a book, I'm like, it's just gonna be like a screenplay, basically, and not gonna go any deeper, but... It's just entertainment. I'm it's choosing to have novel. hope because... Uh, because it's not the first book in the series and because it took so right. long to get it written. And I mm-hmm. don't assume he was writing it for seven years, but uh, since he'd already done it before, like I hope it's because it's a quality book that they wanted to make a movie. Not They wanted to make a movie, so shit out a book real quick. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Yeah. So, uh, I'm also kind of concerned that it's memorable just because, like, it was shocking for the time. Like, mm-hmm. that guy eats people? That's weird. I hope there's more to oh. it than just that kind of a thing, so. There might be. I don't know. I mean, I gotta assume mm-hmm. that the character wouldn't have lasted nearly this long if it's just, like, surprise. Right, no, I think <laughs> the character is... He, he, uh, reaches a lot of people, I think, cause, because he's not what you expect. He just likes eating. Like, even though you know what's happening, it's like, oh, here's this, like, really intelligent guy who was doing all the shit and is a psychiatrist, and oh, he eats yeah. people. Oh, you know? Yeah. No, it's... So it's I, that I, weird I, fast that you just don't expect it. And Yeah. It, I, like, I do I do think just, that it's, uh, like, an interesting idea, right? Like, in, mm-hmm. the, in the Hannibal TV show, they had like like uh chefs and food stylists because like one of the specific mm-hmm. things about this character is that uh not only is he a cannibal but he's like a gourmet. Yeah, exactly. Like and and so like like yes, he he murders people and then he cuts out parts of their body and then they like present it on the plate in a very fantastic way. 
Yeah. And, and you're kind of like, and he oh, makes that, well-known dishes. That looks delicious. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I mean. And what gets me is like, he has guests and they eat this fantastic food and they have no idea they're eating a human being. Mm, yeah. It's people. Yeah. <laughs> they find out later. It was people. And then they don't <laughs> care. Uh-huh. Well, pretty good. <laughs> oh, we yeah. don't hear. It doesn't matter what they think. This this the shock value. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I think he uh created a compelling character that has yeah. survived. I think I don't think there's yeah. any worry that the uh that it's, it's just, just shock time. or whatever. I yeah. think I right. think it really is like an interesting uh character. Okay. Yeah, cuz he's been in several books and multiple movies and a TV show for 30 something years. Yeah. I mean, well, so, so there's the something there. Impossible. There's some substance. <laughs> yeah, yeah but not really the same. <laughs> no, I I choose to agree with you. That sounds choose perfectly to. rational and I'm now going to have hope. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely have hope. <laughs> yes. All right. Decide so, to feel good about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I choose the decision that you've made. I choose positivity <laughs> and life. Excellent. And eating people. Yes. Wait. What? Great plan. <laughs> so the book's not divided up nearly as nicely as our last one, but it does mm-hmm. kind of split into three kind of equal sections. So first homework: read through chapter eighteen, which okay. in my book takes you up to page one hundred and twenty-eight. Oh, a power of two. I'll just put read through chapter eighteen. <laughs> I think I have the same one that you do, Travis. So. Uh, I think you do, because I think the pictures look the same. Yeah. Yep. But there's not, like, a nice, like, part two. Right, not like the last one. (laughs) Yeah. Part one, Buffalo Bill. Part two, something else. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, uh, yeah. It's another thing that I sort of only kind of know about from people referencing Buffalo Bill elsewhere and mm-hmm. putting lotion on skin and putting it in the basket. but And and that scene from Clerks, too. Right. Mm. right. Yeah. And every other place that's referenced it. Maybe not so <laughs> um, daringly. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Right. Anyway, that'll be fun to talk about. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the book is very descriptive about exactly... The tuck technique used, and <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it will be. Anyway, in case you want to try it yourself, <laughs> does you do you dress to the left or the right? No, it's to the back. <laughs> yeah, so, to the center, way yeah. to the back. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times, indeed. All right. Any other preliminary thoughts before we go off and read? No, no. I'm just I'm gonna be intrigued by it. I think. Let's let's plan to be intrigued then. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> okay, that was our session for today. As a reminder, if you're planning on reading along, your assignment is to read through chapter 18 to be ready for our next discussion. As always, when I listen back to these recordings during the editing process, I tend to come up with things I may have misstated or people or places I didn't offer the proper respect. With that in mind, now it's time for a few on-second thoughts. To all those people whose names we forgot, Andrew McCarthy, Claire Danes, 
I think there was a third guy. To whatever number of you, I'm sorry. We all do the best we can, but we're all also getting older. And just like with Pokemon, we can only remember a set number of things at a time. Sometimes your Andrew McCarthy's and your Claire Daneses just get pushed out by new information. I, for one, will do my best to remember you guys going forward. Also, I should say Jude Law was not in Angels and Demons. It was Ewan McGregor I was thinking of. I was confusing that movie for the show The Young Pope, but honestly, one ought not to mistake Obi-Wan Kenobi in any role, papal or not. Today's episode was cobbled together from random bits of 90s nostalgia by Chris, Chris Ham, and Chris, other Chris Jacobson, edited by me, Travis Rowe, and sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. But they I'm would still not see. Grab someone else's and see if they slap it out of my hand. <laughs> Why would you want somebody else's coffee? They're not going to order what you like. Yeah, somebody else's coffee would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> last time, last There's time, no I went possible to, way uh, they would get a flat white blonde like me. Last no. time I went to Starbucks, I got a just a triple espresso, uh-huh. and the guy looked at me like, "Like, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> Like, Are you nuts? Oh. Like this is this is like the second cheapest thing I could get here. <laughs> like like it's Sir. Sir. They would say you don't come to Starbucks for cheap. You come <laughs> for an experience. <laughs> yep. Back to the strip club. Get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> <laughs> you are I no longer day, welcome sir. at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> good day. <laughs>